Liquidated damages is to reimburse the client for the cost of the delay to the construction project itself. And so if you're agreeing to consequential damages in your contract, we highly suggest that you never do. You're essentially putting your company on the chopping block every single time because their loss of profit could be so extensive that it puts you out of business. The biggest thing is capping how big the liquidated damages can be. Really quick, before we get started, if you're a return listener, can you please leave a rating? If you're on Spotify or iTunes, you can leave star ratings and subscribe. It makes a huge difference to the growth of the podcast, and it it means that we can impact more construction companies to allow them to make more profit and stay in business over long term, and that's all we want to do. So please uh, leave a rating and subscribe, and now let's get on with the show. Construction legends. So today we're going to unveil the hidden impact of liquidated damages in contracts and discover why they hold such tremendous significance to all parties involved. And at the end, I'm going to show you three things that you need to negotiate into the liquidated damages clause in every single contract. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kim Brennan. I'm the CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. The reason we make these videos and the content that we put out online is because there's so many construction companies that lose money, they go out of business because they negotiate bad contracts, they don't know how to manage their contracts in the post-award phase, they end up doing work for free, they end up financing their client on their behalf and ultimately get squeezed and squeezed and squeezed under cash flow until they go out of business. And we don't want you to be one of them. So today we're going to talk about liquidated damages. So to, to kind of get into that, I need to go back maybe 20, 30, 40 years even, right? So depending on how long you've been in the industry, maybe you were, you were back that far. But before liquidated damages came in, what used to happen was on construction projects, you would just, if you were late, the client, the owner would have to take you to court every single time. So every time you were late, you'd have to go to court and then they would have to seek their damages via court, which means that you would have to pay for, to represent yourself. They would have to pay to represent them. And that's how they claw back their money. Now you do owe them money because you have delayed them in theory, right? So that's what would happen. So the term damages is important. The damages is putting you back into the position that you ordinarily would have been in if you hadn't engaged this person, right? So that's really what damages is. And so back in the day, they'd have to go to court and pretty time consuming, expensive for everybody involved. So they came up with this concept called liquidated damages. And liquidated damages is a genuine pre-estimate of what the damages will be to the client if you are late. Okay. And so over time, and these got ad- adopted and then now they're in almost every contract. Now, let me explain the whole concept of all the different types of damages because that's important. So we've got liquidated damages and we've got consequential damages. I'm going to explain the difference between the two of them. First up, liquidated damages is what everyone's aware of and that is basically reimbursing the client for you being late, the cost of you being late. So imagine you are asked to build a hotel and as part of building the hotel, you are late and you definitely are. It's 100% your fault. Liquidated damages is to reimburse the client for the cost of the delay to the construction project itself. Because you're late, that means that other contractors are late. And because other contractors are late, the client has to pay for them because they, they didn't get access to site because you hadn't finished your thing or whatever it happens to be, your delay has caused a cost to the project. Okay, so that's it. That's important. So liquidated damages, are you reimbursing them for that cost to the project? 
In just two seconds, and we'll get straight back to the show. We have a website called constructionsecrets.io that has got free training, free videos, everything you need to be a contractually astute company that can sign better contracts with way less risk, way less downside, and be able to make more profit on your projects. Ultimately, just be a more successful construction company that stays in business over the long term. So go check it out and become way better contractually. Um, now, let's get back on with the show. Consequential damages or consequential loss or loss of profit is you reimbursing the client for not being able to rent out the hotel rooms. It's an entirely different thing. It's their loss of profit. Now, the key thing in in consequential damages is your client, more often than not, is so big that his profit or his loss of profit could be the size of your company. And so if you're agreeing to consequential damages in your contract, we highly suggest that you never do. You're essentially putting your company on the chopping block every single time because their loss of profit could be so extensive that it puts you out of business. So something to be aware of. Now, liquidated damages, there's a couple of things that we need to be aware of with liquidated damages. A couple of ways to skin the cat. The first thing we want to look at is we're still talking about damages. And then now we've got a thing called general damages. So let me explain how it can go badly wrong. If you have general damages in the, in the contract or you haven't done what I'm about to suggest, what can go wrong is they can hit you with liquidated damages and then they can also take you to court as well. So let's just say they think that the liquidated damages didn't cover their, all, all their costs and they had way more costs, then they can also take you to court. And that's what we don't want to happen. So the first thing is we want the liquidated damages clause to say that liquidated damages are the sole remedy for delay. Meaning that if you are late, the only thing that they can do is they can hit you with liquidated damages. They can't also take you to court. So that's the first thing you need to be careful of. The next obviously is the value of the liquidated damages. And we know from industry, from our stats, that about 1% is a reasonable amount to be paying. 1% or less is 1% per day or, or whatever it is in, on, on your size, size of a project. So 1% is the figure that you need to be kind of benchmarking. If it's way above 1%, you can negotiate it down to 1% because that's reasonable. If it's below 1%, well, leave it as is, obviously. But that's not necessarily the biggest thing. The biggest thing is capping how big the liquidated damages can be. If it's 1% and it's uncapped, and the project's severely delayed, well, that, that 1% is just going to tot up very, very quickly and it's going to be a lot of money very, very quickly. We want to cap it. We want The main thing is capping it at, say, 5 to 10% of the contract value. So you can have your 1% capped at 5 to 10% of the contract value. If you implement those three things into your contract, into the liquidated damages clause, that's going to make a huge difference to your risk profile and it's going to save you a lot of money. Okay, cool. I'll catch you next one. 